I'm Carrie Benedett, and this is my podcast, Thriving Matters, where you will find tools to revitalise you and your relationships, whether at work or in your personal life. Well, a little bit about me. I'm an education consultant specialising in emotional intelligence, and I use creative approaches that empower people with proven processes. I'm known for my high energy, passion and compassion for those in need of help. And I like to shine a spotlight on what we can do. I'm here to bring positivity, confidence and strength every day, everywhere. My mantra in life has been, let's give it a red hot shot. My guest today is Jeff Summers. It's a pleasure because Jeff is a master at connecting our actions to our behaviours. So, Jeff, welcome from Florida, where I know it's a little bit warm. Is that right? It is very warm. Oh, gosh, Carrie, almost 8 o'clock at night, and it's still probably 85, 86 degrees Fahrenheit. Well, that's the summer we're going towards because Australia's in drought and has also got a few bushfires running at the moment. So it's going to be a long, hot summer for us as well. But in saying that, it brings to the fore all our thriving skills, doesn't it, for different situations that we're in. So I uh, am very pleased to have you on today, Jeff. I know that um, what puts a smile on your dial in the morning is uh, your preparation for your daily joke. So do you want to share a little bit about that with us? Well, there's a lot of things going on, and and I probably, and I'm 50-some years old, Carrie, and let's just say I was 18 or 19 or 20. And for some reason, the way my brain operates, I, I don't hear one message, but I observe things and hear words that mean other things, but I hear things in usually doubles or triples. So if somebody says a word, sometimes I think of that word and, and a light will go on. And I'll give you an example. A few years back, Debbie and I and her parents were on a cruise and the first day we were sitting at the, the, the cruise the bar and somebody ordered the mojito and I was watching the bartender with the mint, you know, in, inside of a mojito, there's mint and Bacardi rum. And I don't know, my brain looked at the mint and I thought of mint that goes in the mojito, but there's also mint condition, a car's in mint condition. And I thought, oh my gosh, there's an insight. And I know that there was a joke. There was something there, a connection. So I kind of sat back and kind of let it kind of work it work its way and I could feel those chemicals working so I wrote down a few things and I turned around to my wife and her parents and I said here's a joke and I said something along the lines of a guy walks into a bar and orders a mojito <laughs> orders another one after about an hour he's had like six mojitos and the bartender <laughs> says to him I wasn't going to say anything but after the third one I figured something's up what's with all the mojitos and the guy says, well, I was at my doctor for a physical. And he said, the next time I see, I want to see you in mint condition. <laughs> so again, it's just, it's a way for me to kind of get those super chemicals, the flow, the zone. <laughs> I've always done it. And it's just kind of a fun way to start today. And it gets me kind of moving. It's some people work out. Some people do Sudoku and crossword puzzles. After I meditate and do a guided meditation, it's a great way to get things kind of moving in the morning. I think that is priceless. And how clever have you been in being able to harness your uniqueness? So being able to get three messages coming into your brain at the one time, you've been able to work out how to find the connections probably quicker than all of us. I love a joke, but I don't tell them very well and I don't remember them very well. So 
I think that is that's a classic. And as we've just been at a conference in Hawaii where listeners, we did meet each other through a connection that we have through a, a global tribe of, of like-minded people. And I just love, I love the fact that Jeff, um, your uniqueness is now a strength of yours. Yeah. That's how yeah. I, that's, that's how I read this. And our, I think about us as there's no one like you. There's never going to be anyone exactly like you, your DNA, the way you think, the way you work, the way you interact with people, the way you love, whatever it is that we do. The same for me. And this is the same for you. There may be similar traits in other people, but there's never another one of just us. So our importance to make a difference in our own lives and the lives of those we love is really important. So how does that translate into thriving in our life and work? I'm going to ask Jeff if there's been something that was a trigger for him in his life that when he looks back on it, whether it's a book or a person or an image or a saying or something that an experience that happened for him that has really made an impact on his daily showing up, how we thrive in our life and work. Carrie, great question. I, you know, there's, I've read a lot of books and going back to how to win friends and influence people. And I was always that person, regardless of what I was doing, was reading, you know, self-help books and enjoyed that kind of thing. And if I could get an idea, but I'm going to go back to an individual that I would have met back in the nineties. And his first name was Maury, passed away many, many years ago. When I met him, he was in his mid seventies and was probably a mentor of mine. We didn't work together through family. And he was just somebody, Carrie, that when you were around Maury, he made you feel like you were the best. And, and he was the guy that had every meal he ate, it was the best meal he ever had. And when he met people and you were around him, he would talk you up. And you know, now we know what we know a little bit about you know, some of the things that back in those days, you know, it was just felt good to be around Maury and you always had a laugh. He was that person that if you, you know, we golfed every weekend, and if you made a bad shot, you know, some people wouldn't say a word and Maury could kind of needle you a little bit and you never got upset because he didn't take himself too serious. He knew the buttons to push and he had a great sense of humor. So all the books I read and all the other things, but that's an individual that really kind of brought some cool things. Yeah. To I'm pretty sure he was here to, to make a difference. And which he did, which you've just explained that that he had made a difference. When you mentioned How to Win Friends and Influence People, that is a book that was written by Dale Carnegie. And when I looked it up, Jeff, it, it was published in 1936. So the, the lessons and what the book contained is still applicable for today. So can you tell me a little bit about what was in that book that really spoke to you? Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, we go back, I think people forever, ever, once they want to be treated well and everybody wants to feel good about themselves and everybody wants to, to be who they are. And, you know, we all have those times where we have to feel like we have to fit in. And especially when you're younger and you're trying to be in a group and it's difficult. And, you know, and I'll bring Brene Brown, we're big Brene Brown fans, but the whole thing about showing up and being your authentic self and authenticity but going back to that book, and I've read it a number of times, but it talked about, you know, empathy and it talked about just understanding where people were coming from and 
it wasn't that it was difficult, but that kind of stuff well, was happening forever. And then for some reason in the workplace and in real life, sometimes people show up a way that is not necessarily a great way to show up. And some people aren't even aware that they're doing it. Some people, they're blind spots. But that was just a book that really boiled down to just treating people. Um, and I'm not sure we've heard, you know, treat people the way you want to be treated. And I know there's a lot of those around. But it really was just, you know, treat people. And then whether it's a friend, a neighbor, family member, a peer, your direct reports, life's too short to have to be that person. And we've all been around that person and sometimes we have those little episodes, but unfortunately there's people that go through life that are that way and, um, and it's sad. It is, but it makes you very aware though of your own behaviors. So when yeah. you're around somebody like that, it's like a mirror. For me, I, I look at it and I go, okay, no judgment here, Carrie. Just have a look at what, how you've behaved today or is there something that you actually need to go back and address? One of the things currently uh, that goes with this notion of caring for, for others is also the notion of forgiveness. And um, I recently did a gratitude mindfulness practice with a group of leaders. And we used only about five minutes to look at what we were grateful for. But in it, it included something around forgiveness. So gratefulness and then forgiveness. So it's whether it's forgiving yourself or mm. what it is that you have been ungrateful for or behaved in an ungrateful way, and that could be towards others or towards yourself, and that notion of forgiveness for yourself and then also for others when you notice that behaviour in others. So the insights that you have about yourself often give you the insights in other people. My husband of many years, and we've known each other for 40 years now, he every now and then I'll get a little gem and he'll just look at me and he goes, not about you it's probably about somebody it's probably about somebody else and i just think that mirror is very helpful as well you know yeah. you, you you trust each other for that but it is it is often hard when you're in a workplace uh, with a team of people who you haven't selected to work with but you have joined there are all different types of behaviors and how they manifest themselves and finding sometimes finding the goodness in a, a very difficult personality leads you to forgive yourselves quite often during the day because you know, you know your, uh, yep. your your head talk your private talk is probably doing the opposite so <laughs> it's a it's it's a gift for us you know people are our business we are people there doesn't seem to be any indication that people will not populate our planet for a number of generations to come so how we work with people and how we interact with them is really crucial and important because we're not just here for ourselves. We are here for the next generations that follow us. So it's the legacy that we leave is really important. And I love the fact that you've been very open today to tell us about how your brain works. Yeah. I, don't, I don't have one like yours, and that's fantastic. <laughs> but you seem to have been able to harness how you think and put that to good use. So I love the fact that you've got a daily joke and that's become part of your unique consistency and your mantra. So is there a saying that pops up into your head that you hear yourself saying to others quite regularly or a catchphrase that you use? I'm going to take the easy way out because I'm ADD, Carrie, and my brain, I think it probably leads to some of the jokes and the connections the ADD helps kind of 
let my brain kind of wander. So having said that, when you have people that tend to have ADD and your mind is a lot of places, one of the things that we struggle with is perfection. And I think it used to be back in the day to be perfect was the way it was. It has to be perfect. And I think the beauty is whatever you want to call it, but you know, the whole thing practice makes perfect. And I think more and more people in and out of business and life are realizing that perfection will never come. So for me, I think find what you do best, go after it. And there is no perfection and make decisions and don't beat yourself up because that's the perfection. That's the part of perfectionism. I think those individuals, I think they struggle with, there's never, it's never good enough. And we all want that. But I think when, again, people that are ADD tend not to have to struggle with that because we make decisions and move on. They're 80%, 90%, and we move on. But I think we're moving into a, a place where there are certain jobs in the world, and that's people that build bridges, and everything is finite, and engineers. But hopefully people will start to realize that that perfect really isn't attainable, and it keeps people grounded and not moving in directions and being creative and innovative. I wonder if we could break that down and say, Perfect isn't everything. Yeah. Just move on. Yeah. Yeah. It's not possible. Yeah, perfect's not possible. Don't beat yourself up. So I like um, out of that, we could probably get something, as you yeah. said, a little bit more specific. Yeah, move yeah. on. I'm a big one for move on because you can get yeah. caught up in the only ifs. We, we actually have to go for the what ifs, not the only ifs. It's sad because I've been in that place where I've struggled with things very rarely that I try to get perfect and a horrible feeling. I get out of it quickly. Yeah, not good. And that affects your show up behaviors, doesn't it? If you're, yeah. if you're stuck in that, it's very difficult then to show up how you really want to show up and then show up in a way that's expected by those that you work with. Correct. Um, and yeah, we can get bogged down. So I really like the notion of, you know, how we speak, how we interact, does it connect with then the way that people see us show up? Yes. That's really important. Jeff. I just want another joke and I'm, I'm, going to, I'm going to ask you about, we do have a similarity between um, Sydney, Australia and, uh, and Florida, and it's mainly around the reptiles. I mean, you, with a bit of confusion about what's a crocodile, what's an alligator. I'm sure you have a couple of good jokes about this. So I'm oh giving you gosh. a lead in, I'm giving you a bit of time to lead in. We do have similarity. And when, when I looked at, you know, these show up behaviours, I think it works quite nicely when we look at the analogy of the reptiles. We are similar. The reptiles are similar. Alligators, crocodiles, but there is a difference. The difference is maybe $30 on a handbag. <laughs> and how $30 many difference on a handbag between an alligator. <laughs> okay. So, what, so, listeners, you might think we're a little bit crazy, and I'm being quite deliberate here. You've got to have a sense of humor, as we've proved, even if it's really corny, Jeff. $30 on a I know. Hey, 99% are corny, they're puns, but <laughs> the thing is, it gets me going and it's fun. And I guess everybody has that thing that's passion that gets their, you know, those chemicals going in the morning. So, that works for me. And look, as you've, you've just given me a lovely segue into asking you the next question. Now, you've got a routine and a consistency around a daily joke. Do you have any other practices that are regular for you that get you into a place to show up as you want so that your behaviours match what you're saying during the day? Wow. Um, you know, 
I'm going to go this direction, Carrie. And this is kind of sad, but because maybe I blame my ADD or what on this, but there are some days where I come in in the morning, and this has been going on since I graduated college back in the 80s, and the world of sales, where I don't have a, a game plan that day, and I don't have appointments that day. And the beauty of having that brain that kind of lets you go is sometimes I'll call somebody who I know in the business world and have a conversation and they say something that triggers an idea and I hang up and I start following down that track. And so sometimes as we're getting started in, in that behavior, we're not always there. Sometimes just getting started and hearing and listening for things, whatever you're in, but in a conversation, whether it's a work conversation, personal conversation, if you listen intently, you'll learn about the person but sometimes there's information there. It may even be, oh my gosh, you know, I got to call my mom. Thank you for reminding me. So I think in every conversation, there comes an idea out of that, that friend that you haven't talked to in a while. But if you hear, there's triggers in everything that we do. And that's the fun part of communication is hearing, learning, but also getting ideas that take you to the next one and to the next one. So sometimes my days start off like that and I have a full journey because one conversation leads to something and I never know where I'm going to go, but it's, it becomes a journey. And those are some of the fun days that are really actually productive days. I love that. And how honest are you with us as well? Because the reality is we all experience days like that, but we often in this uh, time of Insta everything put forward the glossy and the beautiful but what you've also just brought up for me is that you are trusting yourself that you will go on the journey yep. during the day and it's the connecting with people that are helping you with the journey. So the journey, yeah. we've, we've circled right back. People are our business. People yep. aren't going away. They are surrounding us. We find our tribe to belong to. We connect and uh, we show up the best way we can. And I've got to thank you today for sharing your uniqueness with us, for your honesty, for just giving an extra affirmation for that note of listening and how we need to be present in our listening, to listen for whatever is new, whatever is the new idea. Most of our memories are in, in that area of the brain that are, are there. And I think I read the other day that our prefrontal cortex is, is like loose change in your pocket and the other part of the brain is like all, you know, the federal reserve and the money system. But what's interesting is when you talk to somebody and they have a conversation and communicate, it's something they say, something you're hearing and connecting that will reach down and grab the idea of calling a family member, calling a friend, calling a business contact, calling this association. So sometimes we need help from people to kind of spur us and get us into that memory bank and kind of get us going in that direction. Oh, great talking to you. Unfortunately, we're going to have to finish. Okay. But listeners, the great thing will be that you'll hear Jeff again. So he's going to <laughs> pop on and have another chat with me on our Thriving Matters podcast. If you are interested in finding out more about Jeff Summers or to contact Jeff, you'd like to have one of those conversations with him. What's your best contact details, Jeff? I would say email because our time differences, you know, in the States, I would say Jeff at the EI Academy.com. Jeff at 
the T H E E I academy.com. Great. And listeners, if you would like to know more about what I do as a leadership coach, hop on to carriebenedette.com. You'll also see Thriving Matters podcasts, and we would always appreciate a thumbs up. That's always a good thing to do for us. Don't forget that you have a call to action after each show. So your call to action today will be to really reflect on how you show up, what your behaviours are, and if it means picking up the phone and having a chat to someone that you haven't spoken to for a while, do it. Do it and let the journey take you where it's meant to go. So thanks once again, Jeff. And listeners, don't forget, give it a red hot shot because thriving matters.